The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your radio target is locked, and you have reached strike point. Webmaster Radio stretches its microphones across the Atlantic to bring you Strike Point. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Point. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to this, another show of Strike Point. I'm your host, David Naylor, and your co-host, Mikkel Denib. Mikkel, are you there, mate? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I hear you tired. <laughs> so, how have you been spending your week? Uh, clients. Clients, clients, and more clients. Oh, what a drag. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. Um, I was saying to Danny earlier on today, it's like, while everyone was over at PubCon partying, I think I was the only person that was out here working. Uh, so, a little bit annoying, to say the least, but c'est la vie, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and, and it kind of reminded me that... that uh, we haven't exactly been covering uh, the Webmaster World PopCon conferences uh, uh, that much lately here on StrikePoint. And it's not that we don't like that conference or anything, but I think that the, the last couple of pop- PopCons, uh, neither you and I have been around. <laughs> and uh, this time in Vegas, um, I guess we missed it too. Yeah. Pretty sorry about that. Um, I think the problem is, is that, is the, like, you've got, Obviously, the PubCon webmaster scene, and you've got the SES search engine strategy scene, and the problem is, is that the two of them sometimes are very close together. And hey, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like I'm going to be in Chicago soon, in what a week and a half time. So it's like, well, I fly out on the third of December, so whenever that is, you know. So it, it is hard, you know what I mean? There's there's a lot of things going on it's like and we have to fit in work i think that's the problem that a lot of people don't understand is that they just think that we do a lot of spamming and jamming and that we don't actually actually do work for a living <laughs> we, we actually we do, do then. <laughs> you know we, when people's sites don't rank who do you think they shout at it you know what i mean it, it it's it's not um all plain sailing as they say but I don't know what we're going to talk about today because it, it seems a little bit weak, doesn't it, on both of <laughs> I think maybe what we should do to start out with is uh, excuse for last week's um, kind of messed up show. Uh, I don't think really we messed it up, but it was kind of funny because the first part of the show, uh, we thought we were going live, and then halfway through the show we realized that nobody in the chat room was reacting to anything we said. And then, uh, as it turned out, uh, there was a live stream from um, from the good uh, Darren Babin um, somewhere out in the world, and um, so we were kind of, of pushed uh, a little bit. So we we got live uh, about thirty minutes into the show or something, 
But you can still go um, to the archives and download the entire show in case you only got part of it. So it should be there. So sorry about that, guys. Yeah, but we're going to have a whole show today. Yeah, we're going to have a whole show today. Um, and we are running live with no agenda. So um, hopefully it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, actually, we do have a little bit uh, of an agenda. Uh, there's, a, there's a few things that i like to, to bring up again. Things that we um, did talk about in the past, that I, but I want to put a new spin on. Um, uh, first of all, uh, we've been talking a lot about uh, cross-site scripting. Uh, Jason's been on the show a few times and, and offered some, some, some great advice on that as well. Um, and, and, and one of the advices is that if you don't know what it is, if you don't know if your web server is secured, and, and if you don't know uh, how to do that, you should consult with people that do know it. So uh, that's what I've been telling a lot of my clients, uh, um, because a lot of my clients run big websites with a lot of user uh, input from search to uploads to profiles, whatever they do. And uh, it does raise some security issues. And I'm, I'm in no way uh, a, a qualified uh, hacker or anything. I don't, I, you know, I only know very little about uh, cross-site scripting enough enough to find some holes in some applications. And so I always advise my clients, go out and try and find someone that can help you analyze your entire web uh, publication or your uh, web application and, and secure it. So um, some of my clients do actually do that. Not all the clients listen, but some of the clients listen, and they go out and do it in the higher security companies, and they come back and say it's fixed. And then I go back to the website, and it usually takes me five minutes to find another hole. So what do you do when your security company do not actually find the stuff that they're supposed to find? I find this very, um, very troubling. Yeah, um, I mean, I suppose that the, the problems with, with that is is that I think you need to get them down on a, a good contract, and basically if you find one after the report's gone in, then it's stick-beating time. You know what I mean? It's, you go around there and you say, right, I found three security holes. That means I get to hit you three times with uh, a big stick. Yeah. I know Something I sound like that, very yeah. sick. I think we should discuss that a little bit more in a, in a few minutes because yeah. uh, it's, 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 it's a serious issue. <laughs> you see, now, now show hosts should not be IMing me yeah, when I'm on the radio saying that I sound so sexy on the radio. Okay, I'm not going to say which show host it was, Jeremy Shoemaker, um, <laughs> and on why I sound sexy. I don't know to him. Maybe it's one of those crazy things. I'm more wondering why things. he's saying that he thinks you sound sexy. You know, that's really what's worrying me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, well, maybe it's, uh, Jay's listening to the radio, and it's not really Jeremy that's on the radio. I am and me. It may be Jay who's I am and me. Mm. Yeah, well... I don't know. I like I like Jeremy a lot, but he's not cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, there was a launch anyway. in Scandinavia that I wanted to talk about as well. There's a new launch. We've been waiting in Scandinavia for a long time. Finally, Google comes around and launch uh, Google News Scandinavia. That's great, I thought. Hmm. Except they left, they left out Denmark. And uh, I guess there's some really good reasons why they did leave out Denmark. And in this case... I actually totally agree with Google, you know, fuck the Danes, you know, if we don't want news searches, you know, why bother? It's a it's a small country, you know, leave us alone. Uh, I'm just sorry for me, and I'm sorry for all the people in Denmark that do want great services like Google News and other uh, uh, services like that, 
Um, so um, let's talk about that in, in, in a few minutes. And um, I think it's time to take our first short break and present the um, advertisers or the sponsors of the show. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> you have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. Webmasterradio.fm. Because not everyone's last name is Gates. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Click tracks. All new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zafolia.com, writes Click tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what Click tracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may end up in our next Commercial clicktracks.com turning your future into a fortune. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust, and nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well written, informative content. High quality content also generates. Generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today. How do you choose the right affiliate program to partner with? Hey, all we're trying to do is make the most money in the least amount of time. The answer is simple. JoeBucks.com, the world's leading herbal affiliate program. JoeBucks.com is the direct manufacturer, so there's no middleman. This will allow you to make up to 50% the highest payouts on the net and also get paid twice a month. Sign up today and watch your income grow. JoeBucks.com. Now, back to Strike Point, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Welcome back Hi to Strike Point. And welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> we did it again. <laughs> We're just so anxious to get going, so we can't stop ourselves. Yeah. Anyway... Um, we were talking about security issues just before, and I think we're going to start out with that. As I mentioned, um, uh, I work with a lot of clients that have websites that surely do need some um, some lookover in terms of, um, of security issues, uh, and especially uh, cross-site scripting and hacking issues in general. And uh, so I recommend that they go to some expert because I'm not an expert. Uh, I can find some holes. I can I can check some things, but, but I'm in no way an expert, and I don't want to take on this responsibility for any kind of, of client. So I ask them to go um, to a security company. Now a couple of com now a couple of companies that I work with actually did that. They listened to me and they went to a security company. One went to uh, one security company, and then another one went to another security company. Both security companies came back with a report and everything uh, should be fine and, and, and they, they told the, the, the webmaster what to do uh, with the various issues and all that was great except after they done all their stuff I um, I went into those sites again and I found the exact same holes that I found in the first place 
So they didn't discover the holes that I found, which was not very advanced, I have to say. Uh, so I'm just thinking, uh, what are these guys doing? Are they just ripping off my clients? Are they not qualified? Are they just pure crooks? Are they just taking the money for nothing? What are they doing? You know, I'm so close to revealing the names of those security companies live on the radio to <laughs> warn you all against signing up with these bastards. Because this is really... I, I, I really feel angry about it because they hire experts because they don't know what to do. So when you hire an expert, you believe that they're going to come back with expert advice. And they didn't. They came back with bloody shit. And uh, that's just not good enough. And um, so th the, the question next to me is, what do, us, what, what do these clients do? What do these companies do? Now they paid money to a security company to help them, and they didn't help them. You know, well, what's the next well, logical thing you do? Is you revealing their names. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first thing you do is you, you, you put on your website, yeah, we've had our security checked by this company, <laughs> okay, whoever they are, on your website and go, and we've only been hacked four times this year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the problem, the problem about security issues in general is that you don't want to advertise uh, things up, uh, in this nature. You know, you, you don't want to, you don't want to, um, I mean, I saw one security company, they went out and promoted the fact that they security checked a couple of companies. They actually named the, the, the name of these sites that they said, oh, this is a great advertising, look at these sites, they're so secure. I went into the both sites, I could get right in. No, wide open. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, so, and, and, and you know, one of those putting out a statement like that, you know, saying, Go and check out this site. It's so secure. That's like an open invitation to any hacker. You know, if you say that, the first thing that I was thinking is, are they really secure? Can I break it down? You know, and I'm not really good at that. You know, imagine what a really good hacker would, would do if they see uh, an announcement like that. Okay. I, mean, the th I mean, Michael, the thing about it is, yeah, is that we all know if a good hacker wants to get into your website, that's it. You're fucked. They're going to get in. Yeah, it's all about damage limitation once they're in. Okay, so set up fake stuff on the server, which you'd expect places where hackers would go. Um, but the problem is, is that <laughs> once they're in, you know what I mean, and they will get in if you want, if they want to, unless you go down the route of saying, right, you've got to go through these three firewalls, you've got to jump through four hoops, you've got to show a picture of your sister naked, and that's the only way you're getting into the back door. Yeah, and and that's the only, you know what I mean? If they want to get in, they're going to get in. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, I mean, very skilled hackers can probably get into any server. Uh, I'm not saying that, but if you put up a red flag, like saying, this hacker, this is a website have been hacker-proofed and been secured so nobody can get in or whatever you, you claim, that's like an open invitation. So, so I mean, firsthand, I think that's, that's really stupid. But but the second thing is, you know, uh, there's there's a lot, probably a lot of websites where I could not personally find any holes, where I could not personally uh, uh, do any cross-site scripting or any damage. That doesn't mean that a, a qualified hacker couldn't do that, but I couldn't do it. And but the thing is, if it's so open that even I can do it, that I'm a bloody amateur. You know, if I can do it, 
it's really, really bad. Yeah. And, and for a security company to go out and say, we check this site and it's fine now, and then me, the bloody amateur, can get in, that's embarrassing. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, that's, that's, that's a situation that gets me, because I'm not a hacker, you know what I mean? And it's something that I've never professed to be. Um, I, I've got friends who are hackers, um, and I always say to them, you know what I mean, can you get into this site and do your worst? Um, and they do, you know what I mean? They get in and they look at things. The big problem is, is the security holes are happening all the time. You know what I mean? So what works today may not work tomorrow. You know what I mean? On, on what was safe yesterday is not safe today. So it, yeah. you almost need one of those situations where somebody is checking the server constantly. And it's and then, that's, then you go down the problem again, don't you? It's like, who do you trust with your server? Um, yeah, exactly. And that, that's probably one thing that most uh, companies don't think about uh, in terms of security, that security is not a static issue. It's not, it's not either you're secure or you're not secure, and when you have secured your server, you don't need to do any more. Uh, that's not how it works. Um, because most websites develop over time. You update your operating system. You update your, your web server. You update your application software. You add things to your scripts. And every time you do any kind of change, even minor changes like updating your OS, you may potentially open up for new holes. What, what I've seen a lot uh, in, in, in the recent month uh, looking into this on, on, on client sites is that um, when I look at the sites, when I look at the, the scripts and the applications they're running, and I run through the code, um, I can see that they actually did secure the application 99%. You know, they, they, they um, reformatted or, or re-encoded user input so you cannot uh, execute scripts on the server and things like that. But then what happens is uh, some webmaster or, or some guy in the company adds maybe just one line of code. It could be what I see a lot these days is people put in a tracking script, a new tracking script. They may sign up to some uh, tracking service, and they add the tracking script. Now, the problem with the tracking script is that it, uh, a lot of the tracking scripts uh, fetches the URL of the page you're on and put that into a variable in the JavaScript. Now, if you have not escaped important characters in that inclusion, you got a hole. So you may have a perfectly secure page, uh, secure from from point that you, you cannot actually uh, run cross-site scripting, but then you add this script to the page, and then suddenly it's wide open. Yeah, uh, I mean that, that's the thing. With, I mean that's the thing with like index tools is a classic one. And yeah. I use index tools. I'm not saying it's a classic one for an exploit, um, but it's a classic one where you put in a piece of JavaScript in, which is call, calling information. Um, another classic one is like Google Analytics. Now, we all know how good Google are at securing their uh, web properties. I'm sure there's going to be some holes there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, 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 and you know, uh, um, we, we brought it up. It was like some month ago when, 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 when uh, somebody discovered there was, there was a, a cross-site scripting hole in one of, of Google's applications. And that really... That is really a good example to underline how difficult this is because I'm not going to claim that Google is incompetent in no way. They, they have tons of good programmers that know exactly what to do about this on their applications, but still they end up with one application that has the security flaw. Now, I must say, you know, Google in, in this case 
did actually uh, fix that very, very quickly, uh, quickly in terms of what, what uh, compared to what most other sites would do, uh, which is a good sign of, of, of their control. But, but it just shows how difficult it is to manage. And it is a, a thing you need to manage. It's not a thing you need to fix and then forget about it. Yeah. But, but back to the, to the thing again about, you know, what is a company going to do when they hire a security company and they come back and say, now everything is perfect, and it's not? You know, wh- what is the next step? How are this company gonna, ever going to feel secure? <laughs> no, well, that's it. I mean, that's, and the big problem is, is that if, if you are the person that's actually said, use this company... You know what I mean? Then it, it, it's ba- it looks bad on you as well. It's uh, one of the ones why if people say, what do I know about security? I'm like, dude, it's like, that's not my game. You know what I mean? It's, it, I don't want to know. You know what I mean? But if you if you want me to do your security, you know what I mean? By the end of the night, we're going to be sort of like holding on to the lawn so that we don't fall off the earth kind of syndrome. Um <laughs> <laughs> and it, it is, you know what I mean? It's like, no, it's I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to go down that route. Never, ever, ever, ever. You secure your server. I'll SEO it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and 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 from a personal point of view, I don't feel uh, uh, um, qualified in any way to help uh, my clients in security issues. I'm an SEO. I'm not a security expert, but I do know a little bit about. Uh, some uh, cross-site scripting exploits, and I've seen a lot. So sometimes I can pinpoint some problems, but I'm not the right one to tell them how to fix every single, uh, single one of those holes. And I'm not the one that to tell them, now I looked over the application, and now it's secure. Uh, I'm never going to give any client that kind of, of, of assurance. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, be qualified for that. Um, but I do want to help my clients. You know, my my uh, my view on the on on or my angle on 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 the security holes are mostly are mostly uh, uh, focused on on what we talked about a couple of times ago, the the marketing focused uh, uh, security hacks, where people hack your server one way or another for marketing reasons, because they want to put links on your website or because they want to do some kind of embarrassing defacing uh, or because they want to put up uh, embarrassing slogans on your website or because they want to change your AdSense code uh, or because they want to remove all your great optimized titles. Uh, that's actually what I saw with one client in Denmark that, that he got hacked and he and then uh, he didn't notice first of what was actually happening. But then, uh, as he dropped off from Google, you know, he realized that this fucker had been in and 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 removed or, or actually rearranged a lot of his titles and a lot of his stuff, so his pages were not very optimized anymore. Um, you know, things like that. That's my main concern because my my job is to market. So when I see holes like this. Uh, and I see that there's a potential risk that this company of my, uh, this client of mine, can be embarrassed uh, or be be uh, be um, be uh, disturbed in, in in whatever marketing they're doing. That's when I go to the client and say we have to fix this. Yeah. I'm not I'm not even looking at the the greater security issues of this. The fact that if you have holds like this, you could probably also run phishing attacks, or you could take over the entire server, you could uh, uh, extract uh, important information from the database, or you could crash the whole website. I'm not even looking into those uh, kind of things. 
Yeah, no, I mean, one of the classic ones that I saw was um, basically UK Gimp posted in the chat room, and it's actually a friend of mine as well. What happened was a hacker got into the server and just changed the robot's text file to just take out certain areas. That was beautiful. <laughs> that, that took them a little while to solve that one. Yeah, and there was another one. I think it was Jen that uh, it wasn't Jen that mentioned uh, the the server that was hacked, where they just changed the ATG access file so that it issues a 301 redirect for any spider going to the site to the to the hacker site instead, <laughs> which is kind of a cool way to grab all the link popularity and everything from that site. And 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 it, and you know, how often do you go and and actually look into your ATG access file for 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 an average website? You know, most people, they set it up and they don't go and check it. So That's it. So maybe yeah. maybe all you guys out there should go and check your AT access files. Yeah. No, it is. It's one of those ones that it's... Uh, it's <laughs> there's so many different ways to, to do stupid stuff. Um, one of the things uh, we looked at doing was um, basically we check what files are changed on a daily basis and then match them up with what we think we've changed um and that's that's how it's supposed to work but you know what yeah, that's a, that sounds it. like a good uh, um, a good test to run actually yeah um, well, i mean one of the things i mean like rob one of my programmers um one of the things that he does is that every time he basically changes anything it backs up a copy of the date and time when he changed it onto his system yeah, and then uploads it. So there's always just a few seconds, well, not even seconds, but, you know, I mean, there's just that very closeness to where it, the change could have happened. So we know that if Rob's is different to what's live on the server, then we've got an issue, you know what I mean? And then we can start looking through it. But uh, you've still got to check it, and if you don't check it, then, you know what I mean? That's the problem. Yeah, I think we spoke enough about security for this show. Yeah, because security's up. It's yeah, it's, it's shitty, isn't it? Because it's like it's one of those ones where you you don't really have much control over it. You know what I mean? It's like you, it's it's like security for your home. <laughs> yeah, but you, you should. Know, or, 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 or security you don't have for your car. You know, it's like how do you stop someone stealing your car? You know what I mean? That's simple, isn't it? Buy a shit one. You know what I mean? Buy buy a car that's worth five hundred dollars. No one pinches it. You know what I mean? It's uh So what you you're saying is that you should just be running your website on a Windows ninety eight server. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because nobody <laughs> wanna steal that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that's the security advice of today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure all your Unix geeks out there love that. <laughs> Okay, what should we talk about? I think we need a small break. I uh, need to get some new and fresh Coca-Cola. And um, drinking beer. We need to give the um, sponsors of the show a chance to get through all this talking. <laughs> so um, if Eddie is ready, I think we should let them uh, have a minute. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> A rose. 
by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. More than a name. Right, in the can. I took on Rob from Best of the Web, who beat my ass three to nothing. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know why know. you did that. I don't know. He just, he got me. I have no excuses. I wish I had an excuse, but I don't. He got me. If I was going to go into a sumo outfit and wrestle someone, I would have picked someone small. Why did you pick someone so big? Think you, you son of a bitch, you. You went up to him and told him that I challenged him, and then they go, shoot buddy to the front line. And I go up there, and he's like, what, what, you want a piece of me? And I'm like, I was told you wanted a piece of me. And then you come over to me, and you're like, hey, Rob said he's going to kick your ass. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, you know exactly what you did. Net Income with Shoe Money. Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm. The flamethrower. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back to Strike Point. Uh, we've talked about security. Now we're going to talk about different stuff. What are we going to talk about, Mikkel? Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> uh, <coughs> I'm sorry uh, if I'm coughing a little bit. Uh, I've been down all week with, with the flu, so my head is a, a little uh, turnaround today. So excuse me for that. Um, I wanted to mention uh, an interesting uh, a new thing coming up in Scandinavia. Um, uh, Google News. Um, Google News has been around for quite some time now uh, in the U.S. market and some other markets, and they finally moved into the Scandinavian market, except they left out Denmark. And uh, for anybody who don't know the history of news searches in Denmark, uh, Denmark was actually, I believe, the first country in the world that had a, a legal case about uh, news search. That was way before Google was actually doing news searches. Back then, uh, Fast had a news uh, index, uh, and Google was working on, on, on Google News. Um, back then, there was an, uh, a local engine starting up, uh, pretty much uh, uh, same idea as Google News or any other news searches, they built a, a search engine specifically uh, crawling news sources and and getting uh, that out by by um, having a news search engine and and a subscription uh, um, service where you could subscribe to different keywords for these news and stuff. Very good service, um, but the newspapers and the newspapers organization that organizes most of the major newspapers in, in, in Denmark. They decided that uh, it was a, a violation of their copyright, so they um, filed a, a suit against uh, Newsbooster, 
Now, the tragedy about that case is that uh, Newsboost got a really bad representation by a legal firm that didn't know shit about this stuff, and Newsboosters ran out of money. So before the case was actually uh, um, uh, done, uh, Newsboosters went out of business. So um, the newspapers, of course, they had a lot of money to bring on all the most expensive lawyers, and, and so they won the first part of that case. However, the case was never appealed. It was never tried at a higher court. So, um, you know, I'm not sure that, that case would have would have been been won all the way through uh, through the legal system. Um, but still, uh, the newspapers are hanging on to that uh, uh, that case, and they keep referencing back to that case as if it was the truth. Now, some of the things from that case is just ridiculous because basically, the, the arguments that I was I was in. I was in the courthouse listening to the arguments, so, so I was following that case very closely. Um, some of the arguments in the case, arguments that the judge um, obviously, uh, apparently accepted, was that linking to something is like taking in that content to your site. So if I link to your site, it's like copying your site into my site. That was the logic behind it, and that's what the, the judge uh, agreed to. <laughs> which is, of course, very, very stupid. Um, and and even more stupidly, uh, the newspapers said, because Newsboost, of course, said, hey, guys, don't you want the, the, the free advertising? Don't you want all the traffic that we can send to your site? All the people looking for, for news stories that you actually have, and we send them right to these news stories. How much more do you want? And then the, the, the chief editor of one of the biggest newspapers in Denmark, he went on, on, on the stand in, in the courtroom saying, hey, you know, do you realize that we are losing money on running our website? So if you send us traffic, you're taking money from us. <laughs> that was the logic. <laughs> and again, the judge uh, agreed to that. You know, so, you are, so if you're running a website that's losing money and people send traffic to you, they're actually robbing you. <laughs> what a fucked up logic. <laughs> anyway... This is just a bit of history. Uh, there's been some other cases, and re very recently there's been a case in Denmark um, against a portal that's been crawling the, the, um, some of the real estate agents uh, and deep linking to uh, the specific houses for sale and stuff. And that's the case that's been going on for three or four years. Uh, and, and just recently the portal won this. So this is the first case that I can remember in Denmark where it, a, a case about deep linking was actually won. Uh, by by um, by the ones uh, deep linking that may change the picture a little bit, but still um, the newspapers are fighting against the web so heavily. Most of the newspapers they have a, a full robust text blocking uh, search engine for any kind of indexing of their websites. Uh, so I guess that that uh, Google have just kind of given up on 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 getting uh, Denmark including in, uh, included in that uh, um, Google News uh, uh, index which I find personally to be very sad. I do understand Google, and if I was Google, I wouldn't give a shit about Denmark. I would just leave, you know, that little uh, unimportant country to its own and then focus on the countries that actually do want this kind of service. Uh, but I feel sorry for myself, and I feel sorry for all the other uh, good people in Denmark that, that do want services like this. Um, and I do want to say to Google, if you listen out there, Google, uh, I do want to say to you that are actually a couple of very prominent newspapers in Denmark that do want 
you to come here and index the stuff and, and build a good Google News uh, service in Denmark. You want to talk more about that, you got the number. Um, I think there's a change on the way, and I think very soon you would be able to run a good news index in, in, in Denmark too. Uh, it would not include all the newspapers, but it would include enough good newspapers to build a good index, and then forget about the rest. Let them die in peace. <laughs> anyway, that was my rant for today. <laughs> and this time it was not a rant against Google, it was a rant for Google. Remember that one. It's a one of a lifetime in strike points. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it doesn't always have to go down as a first. You know what I mean? The yeah. first time we've ranted on behalf of Google and not against them. Um, I think there might, be, might have been one or two more times, but it's 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 it, it's definitely not very common. Okay. Ah, now what about sitemaps? Yeah. Can we should we rant about them or not? Because I yeah, I'm now I'm now solidly in the camp. Yeah, the XML sitemap is bad. Give it to me. I totally agree. Yeah. Okay. It's like. The the big thing to me, yeah, is that it's like I, I posted on my blog today about this. You know what I mean? To me, sitemap, an XML sitemap, is you're building something for search engines, not for users. Yeah, and it's being built into me now. Yeah, that you've got to build things for users, not for search engines. Yeah, is is that right? Yeah, you know what I mean? It's any search engine rep will say, build your website and your content for users in mind. Yeah? And then they turn around in the same breath go, <gasps> except for XML sitemaps where you just give us the links of all your pages you want us to index, please. Now, the, the what annoys me about this more than anything is I've got a, a client at the moment that threw an XML sitemap up and stuck it into Google's Webmaster Tools, blah, 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 all the rest of it. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And now he doesn't understand, yeah, that why some of his pages have gone supplemental. Now, the only thing that I can think of is that when I put the full URL into Google, it comes back with, that's the only page. There's no links going to that page. There's nothing. And I'm yeah. like, well, how did Google find it? And the answer has to be through that bloody XML sitemap. You know what I mean? It's like, if it's not there, we can do something about it. If the page is not indexed, we can put links to it. We can buy links. We can hide links. We can link from the home page. We can link from anywhere. Yeah? yeah. But it's like... <sighs> yeah, it's like, it, come it, on, guys. You know, like, but the, the more I look at it, Google sitemaps, and now there's been some talk about uh, Yahoo and MSN uh, joining up with Google to come up with this uh, uh, common uh, XML sitemap format. Um, you know, they did not do this to help you and me. They did this to help themselves. You know, the same way that they came up with the link condom to help themselves. You know, they when you know, I see it a lot of times. You know, people. I had a discussion just a few weeks ago about uh, the Google sitemaps, and um, and uh, and one of the guys in the forum said, "But why would Google give us these tools if they were not useful?" I said, "Hey, listen. You know, it might be very useful for Google, <laughs> but that's not the same as saying it's useful for you. You know." 
Google is trying to build a big index. Google's job is to build a good index that have all the information out there in the world. It's the same goal that all, all the other engines have. But it's not Google's job to make you rank better than another company that is just as good as your company. That's your job. And, and, and so there's a big difference between the tools that they give out to help themselves build a greater uh, index and the tools that you can use to get more marketing out of, of search. No, I can't, yeah, I can't. I can't honestly see, yeah, a the the benefit of it yet. You know what I mean? I it's like I did do, yeah, and then a, a, a friend of mine stayed over for the weekend, and basically we had a good chat about it, and he showed me the light, and it's what it's it's a weird one, but it's um, I agree with him. You know what I mean? That you give them an XML feed, yeah which is designed for search engines and search engines only, yeah? And that's it. It's like, it checks for errors. Dude, I've got programs that checks for errors. Uh, you know, you're giving them pages that they haven't already found. The question I'll be the, asking the, the, is... The, the only thing that I found uh, um, the Google Webmaster Tools uh, useful for, and keeping in mind, you don't actually need to add a sitemap to use the Google Webmaster Tools. You can, you can uh, add your no. site yeah. to the tools without adding the sitemap. But what I found useful uh, with, the, with the Webmaster Tools, in a few cases, is I, I've been dealing with some clients that have some very, very slow websites, you know, websites that are loading so slowly that it hurts their indexing because Google is, is reducing the, 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 the crawling speed on the site, and, of course, they, they don't actually uh, grab the pages that they should with the speed they should. So um, I have this discussion with, with, with one client, you know, and they say, your website is slow. And they say, oh, no, it's not slow. It goes fine here, blah, blah, blah. And they say, no, dude, it's slow, and Google is not indexing you the way they should. So um, using the Webmaster Tools, I can now provide some documentation right from Google where they provide a stat saying this website is is uh, being crawled slower than other websites because we get a slow response. So that, that, that's that been very useful in, in kind of convincing clients that, um, that their website actually is slow, not from my point of view, not from their point of view, but from Google's point of view. Um, so so as, a, as a documentation of that, it, it, it kind of works. But again, you don't need the sitemap for that. You can just add your site to the Webmaster Tools. Yeah. I, I, don't forget, XML um, sitemaps is not sitemaps Webmaster Tools, okay? What I'm all about with the XML sitemaps is, is basically producing a sitemap of your website in an XML format for the search engines. Webmaster Tools, as Mikkel said, does give out a lot of other good information. Yeah, like you... Uh, and it, you know what I mean? It does. It, it's it's a big difference, okay? And I said that on my blog earlier today that I don't know if it was Brent that Brent must probably remember who it was that actually said, "Oh no, site maps is this. It's all good." And it's like, um, and it's not. You know what I mean? It's like it's not about Google. The post was not about Google. It was about sitemaps.org, and that's the three people. Oh, it was Juice that said it. Um, you know what I mean? Agreeing part having Google Sitemaps account for your site is very handy though. Also it's it's nothing to do with Webmaster Tools, 
Okay, I just want to make that clear. I like yeah. Webmaster Tools, okay? I use Webmaster Tools. I just think that giving a sitemap, yeah, to Google, Yahoo, Microsoft, and when Ask gets invited into the program, because they have a search engine, believe it or not, Microsoft, Yahoo, and Google. Um, I mean, w when the four of them get together and they say, this is the format that we want out your sitemaps in, then why? Why do you say... This is, you know, I mean, put them on your homepage. Put a link to a sitemap. Um, and to me, it's like, you don't need to list. Yeah, if you, here's, here's Dave N's top tip. That's not really a top tip. If you're going to build a sitemap, okay, take your, your site, okay, however many pages it is, say there's a thousand, okay, look at your page to where links spread from. So you go from your homepage and go, my homepage has got 20 links going to these pages. Okay, and which ones are duplications in those links, as in like, say you've got a, a site on SEOs, yeah, and you've got white hat SEOs and black hat SEOs, and black hat SEOs links to a page that's got like me, Mikkel, Shoe Money, blah, blah, blah. But in the same homepage text, I've got a link to the Shoe Money page, the Dave N page, and the Mikkel page. I don't really need to have those, the Dave N, Shoe Money, and Mikkel page in my sitemap. I just need my black hat one in my sitemap, because all you're trying to do is send the search engine to an area where it can start spidering from. Does that make yeah. sense? It, yeah. yeah? It does. Yeah, because a lot of people, what they do is they go, here's my sitemap, and it's every fucking page that they've got listed. Yeah, here's everything that begins with A. Here's everything that begins with B. Here's everything that begins with C. Now, it's nice if you've got something like um, a big town one, yeah, and you need to do that. You know what I mean? It's, if I was doing a, I don't know, a, 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 a local type site, my sitemap and maybe go down to town level, but not down to town and then plumbers d d d d d in my sitemap. You're trying to get the links into areas where they start crawling again. And one of the things I always try to do is draw a pyramid, yeah, on a big piece of paper and start with your top-level tiers. Depending on, this is what PageRank's good for, by the way, guys. Depending on what PageRank your site is, yeah, follow the tiers down, yeah, and imagine Google indexes like a diamond, okay? So if you've got a pyramid, okay, draw halfway down and then draw to a point, yeah? So the triangles on the side are dead spots. So you need to inject links into the tops of those diamond, tops of those triangles, and they will create two more diamonds, and then you'll have four triangles, pinpoint in there and into diamonds again, pinpoint again. And that way, yeah, if you've got everything structured right on your website, you put in links into where the search engine needs to be starting to get full coverage of your site. I should draw a little diagram and put it on my website, shouldn't I, saying Dave N's sitemap pinpointy gadgetmiri dude, whatever you want to yeah, call and, it. Yeah, and, and the thing is that if you have, if you have thought out a good site architecture, uh, with the perfect uh, linking from sections to pages to subsections and back to the to the front page and, and you know if you have a perfect linking structure on your site you don't need a site you don't need that sitemap you don't need that XML sitemap um, because all the engines they they are pretty uh, good at, at crawling links that's what they do. <laughs>
Yeah, it, it is. And it's like, if, if they don't find the links, yeah, it's usually because one of two reasons, yeah. One, you're not linking to the page, which is really bad, yeah. And two, you don't have enough link juice for it to get deep enough into your site. And if it's not getting deep enough into your site, then create a little page, yeah, you know what I mean? Create a little page that links that area of your website together, yeah, and inject a bit of love into that and then let the spider start crawling from that point, yeah? Um, I, I tell my clients all the time, the most important link is that deep link, yeah? Get it in the right place, yeah? Make sure that if you've got a... A site about cars, yeah, you have BMW links going to your cars slash BMW page. Have your Ford links going to your cars slash Ford's page. If you've got links coming for a Ford Galaxy, yeah, then those links want to be going to your slash Ford slash Galaxy pages, okay? And build your site map the same, okay? Build your site map so you've got cars and then manufacturers of cars. That's all you really need for your site map. Then from yeah. there, you can take, when the spider hits your Ford page, your Ford page is basically, these are all the models of Ford cars, da, 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 and make that as like a, a mini site map, just on yeah. the Ford area. But, but I mean, you should always nest your site maps into a logical, hierarchical structure of some kind, because basically, you know, the, that's the, the good old rule of thumb about not having more than 100 links off each page is still uh, um, is still applicable uh, to 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 websites. So even even sitemaps, you you sh and and usually you have like maybe 10, 15, 20 navigational links. So you only have 80 links back that you can use uh, for 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 your sitemaps. So so yeah, don't put everything on one page. It doesn't work. Anyway, I think we need to take a quick break, um, and uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> Generating buzz for your company is essential and now easier than ever with Paper Post, the consumer-generated advertising network. Our powerful network of bloggers at Paper Post will creatively expose your product or service through original link-generated ads and embedding video or audio on their sites. Launch your viral marketing campaigns with confidence and enjoy increased traffic with higher conversion rates only through Paper Post. Visit PaperPost.com and join the revolution. Viva la revolution! Are you getting the most out of your online advertising? Now get more from your media spend with superior real-time targeting and creative optimization technology. Get more now from Casali Media. Casali Media. Save big as Casali Media's ad experts place your premium campaigns across the web's hottest properties at the most competitive rates. Want more? Get, get more. Visit casalimedia.com slash more to request your media kit. Casali Media. Advertising online is better here. Casali Media. Wow. I never saw anyone fish with such a wide net before. Oh, really? I don't like fishing with a pole. Can't catch the big ones fast enough. No kidding. You've got a bunch. Yeah, I know. This wide net gives me great distribution and reach. Really? How's it work? Well, fish like to move around to various parts of the lake, so by casting a wide net, I gather fish from everywhere they congregate. Wow, that's pretty smart. Thanks. Wide nets work. 
and they make you look smart. If you're looking to cast a wider net and fish where the fish are, Look Smart Advertising Solutions can help. Go to signup.looksmart.com to learn more. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Okay, we are back to the final part of Strike Point. I think we've got about 10 minutes left. Uh, time is going fast. Um, I wanted to follow up a little bit on the things we just talked about before the break on um, the Google Webmaster Tools. And um, they've, been, they've been running... Uh, I, never, I never got any of these emails. I wonder why. But uh, they, they've been, uh, been running this beta program where they send out emails to webmasters if they, for some reason, find spam or they can't call a site or something like that. And, and um, I've always been kind of you know, suspicious about that whole idea because... Um, I don't think that, that Google can really offer the kind of help they think they can offer by sending out these emails. And I, and I, and I just found a really good example of a, of a, a, a client that I talked uh, to um, the other day. Or actually, it, it's probably going to be a client now. <laughs> um, they, um, they, they, they run this uh, network of shopping sites, and, um, and for various reasons, Google uh, couldn't really crawl it and, and you know, probably also had some spam issues with it and, and so on. So they got this uh, automated email, and uh, Google explained to them, well, if 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 you have prop uh, if if you have problems serving up your dynamic content in a way that we can crawl, you can replicate your content, and that's pretty much what the email said. So then the guy set up a lot of replication and ended up with a ton of really really bad looking doorway pages. And uh, so what the what 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 this this uh, uh, what this email forgot to mention is. If you replicate it like that, we're going to mark you for spam. If you uh, have duplicate content like he did, you have the replicated pages and the other pages, we're going to punish you for that. If you put up a lot of orphan pages that there are no links to and nobody linked to, they're not going to rank. Google forgot to tell him that. So Google sent out these emails with what they think is good advice to the webmaster, but they forget that most of these webmasters don't know anything so the email Google sent out is the entire recommendations that this client is now working off. But the thing is, of course, the recommendations that Google sends out have to be looked into context of everything else you need to know about SEO. Uh, but they don't put that in the email. So, so actually, these advices that they send out turn out to be really, really bad advices. Uh, in, in this particular case, they actually took a bad website and made it worse because of that advice. <laughs> I find that pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, I don't, you know what I mean? It's like, I just tell clients, you know what I mean? It's like, just don't believe anything, yeah, that the search engines tell you. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not in their best interest unless, yeah, you really got, you know what I mean? a multi-million pound spend with Google or Yahoo or MSN, <laughs> then they oh, may just oh, lie I mean, to there, There's some rare cases, I would say. There's some rare cases also where, you know, there's websites that have very unique and very original and very important content that Google have a hard time getting access to that they do want access to. But those, those you know, don't, don't believe for a second that you have that website because most of us don't have those kind of websites. You know, <laughs> our content is not that important. 
so so but but there are there are there are a few ones like that around. Yeah, I just want, I I just <laughs> while while you yeah, Michael I M me and said I just want to mention this yeah just before we went, came back on that and as I you were saying that I just got yeah in my uh, reader yeah uh, <laughs> from Sean Hogan's website yeah and you seriously you guys you got to go go to Sean Hogan's website which is seanhogan.com, dot com not digital point um, yeah go to his <laughs> to his blog and it's like. Now, why didn't I have these toys when I was a kid? It's open the tattoo parlor for $15. I have just got to say, okay, I've got two kids. I have got <laughs> got one of these. I just want to point out, okay, Sean, you don't want one. Okay, the way that it works, it blows air over, yeah, a felt-tip pen. Now, if my wife was around, we could ask her to come in here and we could tell her about when I tattooed her... Abs, yeah, with uh, this like little Gaelic kind of symbol, and it's put into a big black <laughs> lump that just looks like a big bruise. So they're not that cool. They don't really look like tattoos. It's pretty poor quality. And if you look at the picture, you can see there's a red, a black, and a brown pen. Yeah, and you get a blue one as well. Okay, so those are the four color pens you get. And it's a little motor, and it's basically what it does. It's like, it blows a bit of air, yeah, and it just pushes the, the felt-tip pen backwards and forwards, okay? So what you're doing is you're getting stabbed with a, a felt-tip pen, and maybe, maybe you can blows post the, everywhere. The, you can, can you post a link in the chat room so uh, everybody's <laughs> following? Well, it's, it's basically seanhogan.com. Yeah, there it is. Um, so if you have a look at that, it's seriously open a tattoo parlor for 15 bucks. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah, it's good for a laugh after a few beers, but after a few weeks when that the tattoo is still there and it's all kind of just bit dark and murky and it blends into oblivion. It, it's but, not. Cool. But isn't that how how um, how tattoos are, are going to be anyway? Just maybe a little bit slower. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just terrible. You know what I mean. Um, and the other funny thing is, it's like if you ever seriously, it's like Sean's website, yeah, is one of those websites I go to, yeah, just to be cheered up because he just finds some weird shit. You know what I mean? Again, it's like as Gimpy put out the naked girl skateboarding. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> watch it because you'll see my. They actually skateboard better than I do. It's it's definitely well worth well worth the watch. Um, but it is. It's it's good. Anyway, I think we've almost come to end of the show. Have we? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it's about time. There's some noise coming out of my computer now. I think somebody is speaking to me, and I don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> I'm kind of feeling scared. <laughs> that would be Skype. <laughs> that happens to me all the time. I'm sat, and all of a sudden, my someone starts talking out of my out of the Skype, and I'm like, "Where's that coming from? Did I click?" talk? Did I really want to talk to you? <laughs> She's like, oh, I guess I did. Okay, people, we shall see you next Monday, I guess. Yep. Thanks, Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs>